these things have in common. All right, there's like five of them, so don't jump in early. Um, witches in the 18th century. They're bad at DFS. Books around the same time period. Michael Jackson's hair in the 80s. The Reichstag in Germany uh, pre-World War II. And our bank rolls. What do they all have in common? They're deceased. Joe? They got burned. They're burning! For five dollars, because we're low dough bros. It's another dumpster fire sports podcast where we are talking about what is that? You want to talk about an odd combination? Do you see if you're we're recording this Thursday night? Did you guys are you watching it? Do you guys have it pulled up? Yeah, I'm watching the game. Did you see Ice Cube sitting next to the Raiders owner? I did not. That was a weird picture that I'm going to tweet out ASAP. I mean, that, that was Raiders owner, like, can somebody get that man a better haircut? He's a baller. I mean, that's the thing. I don't know how he, I want to be so rich that I give two shits about what my hair or clothes look like. Yeah. You know, you that a, don't give a fuck about anything. At haircut. all. Because like I am Matt just. Collins. Man. Or if you just don't have her I mean, any shit at all. Dude, he should definitely do that. I mean, I defy that guy to come up with a worse haircut. I mean, what is he's got like on? He's got like a bowl cut that's not, the bowl wasn't big enough for his head. <laughs> Agreed. All right, let's talk um, DFS. We're talking week 14. By the way, quick check-in before we get to DFS and the main slate this week. Joe, how are those uh, season-long leagues looking? Listen, I don't want to talk about season-long How many long are you in? How I'm many? in one, oh. and I'm going for a perfect record. What's up? You are. You, are. you really are. It's not going the perfect through. record that you want, but <laughs> I got done. it. For dead last, what is your excuse? Listen, man, I picked a solid team. Like, run down the list of my team. It's a decent team. We just got smoked by injury. Okay. Really? Mm. Yeah. I mean, mm. does that include what trade did you rip me off with early in the season? Cam Akers for DJ Moore? Yeah, you Neither took of them DJ did Moore? Anything? You got DJ Moore? Yeah. I forget. I gave Listen, you DJ got, Moore for Cam Akers. I got Dak Prescott, DeAndre mm-hmm. Swift, DK Metcalf, T. Higgins, DJ Moore. I got Jonathan Taylor riding the pine this week because he's mm. on the bye. Drake London had Kyle Pitts. Like, I had a solid squad. And <laughs> you just haven't won a game. How got you not smoked game? by injury over and over again. That's crazy. Um, the good news for everybody in that same league, I'm 8-5. and five. Um, and I'm clearly going to make the playoffs, right? Bragger. Right? Wow, uh, no, listen, I'm in like, I don't know, six leagues, and I'm the top scoring team in at least half of them, if not more. Is this is this the $500 entry league? 250 in the 250 league. Ooh. So all I have to do is have the most points for in the league, and I'll uh, get my money back. So that's nice. So season long has worked out pretty well for me. Brandon, do you play season long? Uh, yeah, but I don't want to talk yeah. about it. My first, my first six picks all got injured. Listen, 
on IR. Hold up, hold up. That's the other thing. What? I have had by far the most points scored against me this season. It's not even close. 100 points more than the second. And then between second to last and the next one, is another fifty points. So I'm one hundred and fifty points more. I, I don't. I don't want to hear it because I'm right now, post. like, no, no, no. I don't want to hear it. My my team name is called Have a Career Day. That means everybody that plays against me has a career day. The last three weeks have been two hundred well, plus on me. Um, I will say there's a big argument I think for some type of season long best ball. Right. I like the idea of a best ball. Um, at the very least, even if you do head to head, because it is wonky, because in my longest running league, I'm the highest in points for bar by far. But the chicken mm. first place has the lowest points against. So she's, you know, got the best record in the league, but is just lucked out thanks to schedule. Oh, there's Baker. Baker's in. Sorry for I hate derailing to talk about something. That happened. Ooh, I hate everything. Baker's Man, in. I, I I have a team I think uh, on showdown where he's captain. You can I chalk up what, my lineups. Ooh. I wonder what his uh, ownership is. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Also, Brandon, um, while I look up stuff that happened in the past, um, why don't you talk about our uh, twenty entry? <laughs> That didn't happen. Half of, for half of the party. <laughs> five percent owned. Um, okay. okay. That uh, at about eleven o'clock in the afternoon, I'm like, "Hey, let's let's go ahead and send me a text. I'll call you back." B. I'll call. I'm like, "Okay." And then eleven fifty-seven. Sorry, hey, bro. I, it sounded like the wife and him, uh, you know, no, did a dude. little fun stuff. While I'm I'm no, sitting there with twenty no. entries ready to go. So I canceled out all of them. And then what I do? Hey, I went ahead and put Jalen Hurts in a single entry. And guess what? I was in the top 20 for uh, half the day. And then guess what? It didn't even cash. Thank you very much. Hey, let's talk about something actually important like uh, best ball leagues on DraftKings because this yes. guy's in first on three of seven. Wow. Good. G- Dude, GC, I'm please. in uh, first in one of the $15 three million leagues. I'm in. And, yeah. I'm in first on the $15 single entry. Nice. Uh, yeah. Dude, let's go. 1,900 um, points and over all three entries. That's awesome. I, I think two of those you and I drafted together on Twitch. This guy. Right? You just want my money. Awesome. Hey, Thanks for the invite, guys. Invite you. Hey, yeah. also, Get back, out to, that. back to what we were talking about yep. two conversations ago. I did max enter a $20 Right, but I said, okay, it's 1057. I'm like, we need to know what stacks I'm going to do, and you need to send me. Okay, I'll call you back after I take a shit. That shit took an hour. I still got my max 20 in. That's all I want to say. Okay, but I was supposed to go with the other stacks, and I didn't know how we were going to do this with your tools. Do it again. Enter early this time. Dude, send me the invite. You can't send it and be like, oh, like, oops, it's already closed oh, down. Sorry, dude. I love that we're at, you guys are actively talking about collusion. <laughs> I'm not. On our podcast. Like, I'm nobody not. listens to it. Well, like, they don't, first off. Listen, I know, but yeah, like, nobody gives a shit about it. We can't even enter the same tournament. <laughs> I didn't even get my entries yeah. into the tournament. And even when we collude, we still get the last, like, 40, 40th places Youngster in the whole tournament. So, how the hell does that happen? Sports. 
right here. All right. So also real quick on that. Okay. I'm going to give us 90 seconds to talk about this. Talk about strategy in these 20 entry max, Joe. You don't even think we should do them at all. Why is that? Listen, I don't hate the 20 entry max as much as I hate the 150. Mm. That's that's where I'm at. Like, okay. you guys were initially talking about the 150, which is just, if you don't have some sort of optimizer spitting out 150 lineups and you're just trying to put in the rules on the back end, that is just an undertaking that is not realistic for a hand builder. Um, right. yeah. That said, I mean, when I'm, when I'm going and trying to max enter something that's 20 entries or more, I'm trying to pick the two, three, four favorite stacks that I like, and then I'm trying to stack them in different ways. So have one with... Exactly how Brady and I were talking about that. I said four different stacks. But only day one. Yeah, right. But I, I we had that nailed down to the four stacks, and then two of them got entered by Brady. And then guess what happened to the other ones? Couldn't even get in the same tournament. Well, right. So let me see here, though. I will say... So we actually had a great strategy because one of the stacks was Jalen Hurts, and we could have, with eight or ten entries, could have actually put together a decent yeah. lineup. But what screwed that entry is we had, like, Sky Moore because that's the only one I had well, in the Millie, and he didn't do really jack did. shit. Which was a major bummer. The one thing that saved my money on that, because I did uh, net positive, I did profit, um, I did profit, but what saved me is I couldn't get all the entries in, so I accidentally ran three of the same entry, and it's the one that cashed. Um, so, so I look like one of those guys, you know, you'll see him every once in a while, like, why did this dude put five of the same lineup in? Oh, he must be some sort of a genius like me. I scored 171 with Joe Burrow, Josh Jacobs, Amon Ross, St. Brown, a lot of chalk. Um, Garrett Wilson. I ended up with Joe Burrow and Samaj P. Ryan together and no pass catchers from Cincinnati. And that actually uh, got me the cash. And so I broke even. So we're going to do it again. This time, I'm going to reserve it early, Brandon. So I'm ready to go. So you get yourself ready to go as well. Awesome. And I'm, ready. I'm going to take right. notes on this week's show and we're going to play these plays. Let's go ahead and get to it finally. Maybe I'll just edit out the first 10 minutes of this crap and go, welcome to another episode. No, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's listen to BDJ okay, give us a take. Let's, right? uh, we'll start out. We're talking week 14 main slate. We'll start out with our favorite stacks or our favorite games that we're looking at and then we'll go position by position to see what we can find, help each other out. Joe, you want to go ahead and talk uh, stacks or, or games, please? I mean, I think everybody's go-to stack and game this week. I think it's going to be super chalky, but it's going to be tough mm-hmm. to like get away from it, not get at least a couple pieces. It's going to be Minnesota and Detroit. Mm. Um, by far the highest scoring game on the slate uh, by, like I think, six points over the second highest scoring game. Um, obviously there's a lot of good pieces in this game. You can go a lot of different ways to get a little different. Um, but I will for sure be forcing Amon Ross St. Brown back into my lineup and then we'll, we'll figure out who we're taking from the Vikings. Um, I will say that earlier in the season when these two teams played, um, the Detroit lions gave, 
uh, Justin Jefferson, the Calvin Johnson treatment and bracketed him most of the game. So he had a bad game. So it might be a good, might be a good week to go a little cheaper with the Vikings guys, go like Thielen, maybe Hawkinson, um, or go a running back. Uh, I like that. Brandon. Uh, oh yeah. I forgot. I was going to call you captain caterpillar because your parlays have so many legs. Um, do you have uh, a stack that you would go that is not Detroit, Minnesota this week? Well, uh, the tough part is, is no, I don't really have a ton of them. I was thinking the Cleveland Cincy game. I do. I was tempted to go Joe Burrow. So something along those lines. Uh, But I just, I don't see how this game could go any way else, but having to have a bunch of these players in this game, I, I don't know. I, the, the matchups are kind of, yeah, they actually kind of are. I mean, it's just one of those where it's like, okay, KC Denver. Yeah. Mahomes, is he going to throw 300 yards? Is he going to, I mean, how many touchdowns is he actually going to throw? He's pretty slow. Their defense is good, but their offense is bad. So I I just don't see how that shakes out. Yeah. That's what I mean with a lot of these games. It's like, um, I mean, I, I mean, Deshaun Watson, that was a great play last week, but, uh, I, I still, mean, dude, wait. I maybe you're flipping me shit. <laughs> Joe's laughing. I would do that 100% again. He was low owned. He was against probably the worst defense in the league. I still like it. And he went out there trying to look like freaking Steve Nash throwing bounce passes. Well, I like the even, entire first quarter. Yes. First <laughs> quarter. But I wouldn't even blame his low score on him. I would blame it on. Houston's offense because Cleveland's defense kept scoring. So there was like no reason, right? They weren't on the field as much as they should have been. I don't, dude, he was low owned. I I still don't, I still don't hate the play. It didn't turn out obviously, but I still think it was a decent play because he was so low owned. Um, hey, this week on the stacks, I'm looking at the Buffalo, New Jersey game. Um, I know they're the Jets, the New York Jets, but I'm looking at Buffalo and the Jets. I think that the Jets' defense is better than people think. I think the Jets all the way around are better than people think. And I think Buffalo's defense isn't as good as everybody thinks. I think the Jets have a chance to put up points. I think maybe they're playing from behind and they actually um, have a shot at chasing them down and at least making this game competitive. Um, and hopefully the game is low owned because they, the stack, especially on the Buffalo side, are going to be a little expensive. But I think on both sides of the ball, there's some good opportunities for bringbacks, whether you're stacking the Jets um, and running it back with a digs. Or if you're stacking Buffalo and bringing it back with Garrett Wilson, the running back situation in um, New York is kind of interesting too because my guess is Michael Carter isn't going to play again this week. Um, James Robinson seems to be on the outs. So I think um, – God, what does that guy played him last week? Let me look at him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Knight might be a good bring back there just in case the Jets get up early and then or are playing it close at all, trying to slow the game down. Um, maybe they run the ball just a ton. So I don't know. I kind of like that stack myself. 
Um, what about a Sam Darnold stack? I mean, I mean, it's it's gross, but <laughs> I, I mean, <clears throat> man, it's it's hard to say that I like it. I mean, Seattle because because Seattle's on the other side is the reason I would play that. But I would still, I still think I would favor going the Seattle side of that game and then just uh, like peppering in a guy or two from Carolina and not having to rely on Sam Darnold to get it done as much. I mean, dude, let me say this. Um, Jalen Hurts, well, let's go on to quarterbacks, right? Because those stacks are fairly obvious. So um, can I talk quarterbacks? Can I talk Jalen Hurts? Um, the dude just consistently seems to score really well. Um, I mean, the guy, somehow I feel like he's underrated this season. Um, right now, his ownership is projected, maybe because he's the second most expensive quarterback on the slate, but his projected ownership is under 10%, 7.4. He's put up 37, 32, 25, 22, 28, 27, 30, 37. The dude puts up points. And, I mean, look, you put him up and he puts up that big of a score. uh, You're off and running and you got – and supposedly Dallas, what's his name, the tight end, Goddard? is going to be back this week. Uh, I heard it was looking like he was going to be back. So I think he's an easy play, although a little expensive. Um, oh, maybe not. Maybe not. Spotted working out to the side. He's only missed three games. Okay, maybe not. Um, he's coming back soon, though. Let me say that. So I like Jalen Hurts. Obviously, the stacks you guys talked about um, – I like as well. And Patrick Mahomes, he's going to be under 5% owned. So if you want a low-owned quarterback that should, even against um, a defense that people love like Denver, you know, um, after taking a loss last week, I'd like to see his points after losses because I feel like he bounces back pretty well. So um, let me throw some out from my boy Mahomey. Uh, as far as quarterbacks, Joe, quarterbacks, please. Uh, so I'm going to say a name that I just said, Geno Smith. Uh, Seattle's been scoring ridiculously. We know where they are going to throw the ball if if they're throwing. Um, and then uh, I'm going to name a couple cheapies that are uh, kind of running quarterbacks. Uh, Tyler Huntley being one against Pittsburgh. And uh, I, I don't love the matchup against Pittsburgh, especially with the uh, Watt back, but him being a running quarterback and running as much as he does, he could definitely still get there. And then, uh, you know, they're playing against Philly. My boy, Vanilla Vic. Yeah. They, if they got to keep up with Philly, then he might be out there doing some things. I mean, Oof. he's got a great nickname. You can't deny that. Brandon. Captain Caterpillar. Quarterbacks, please. Mm. <laughs> Well, I think we've mentioned every quarterback. Nope. Uh, <clears throat> how's how's Baker doing? I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Because I'm trying to do this. Right. He hasn't seen the field <laughs> since he uh, led them to a field goal. <laughs> what? They're like rotating quarterbacks for no, real? No, they just haven't been back on oh. the field. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what I said. All right. Uh, I think I'm still stuck on Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff. Just the main ones. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Something – 
something weird about uh, I know I know Brady really wants to play Russell Wilson, but uh, <laughs> but something about that Baltimore pit game taking either side of the quarterbacks might be interesting in stacking those. Both both secondaries aren't that great, but I don't know. I, I feel like this is a week where everybody's going to be on Detroit and yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. There's going to be one game that just throws everything off, and it's going to be so low-owned that if you're on it and the right one, it's well, going to uh, – Dude, that's why people listen to podcasts. For expert takes like that, which game will it be? Well, I don't oh, know which God. game. That's why Come we're dumpster fires. Oh, right. Yeah, Listen – that's why we're going to do 20 entry max That's with two right. of us and collude and get every stack. We Listen, can. I, I know you're joking about Russell Wilson, but he is $5,100. And if you think that Kansas City is going to try and freaking put it on him, Russell Wilson's going to be throwing the ball around, whether he's throwing picks or. I know. I, I was, I was like, it, it could be, this could be the one time he does something. All Russell year. Wilson's throwing the ball 40 times against this chief secondary. I don't hate it against a bunch of rookies back there. All right. There it is. One of my stacks. Russell Wilson, can't wait. Let's talk uh, (laughs) running backs. Um, I'm going back to CMC, under 10% owned, probably again this week, going up against Tampa Bay, which isn't a good matchup. He'll be low owned. And obviously he probably has the highest ceiling of any running back on the slate. So you, I always love um, playing him. Similar situation with Saquon Barkley, right? Super high ceiling. Um, his ownership is going to be super low. A lot of that uh, probably has to do with the fact that um, he's so expensive. If if you're talking about a low owned running or a low cost running back, um, Latavius Murray, pair him up with your boy Russell Wilson, and they can cook together. Okay. Uh huh. No. Let them cook together. I mean, I mean, I like the Latavius Murray play. He's cheap. He, he, how many passes? How many targets did he have last week? Like negative four. That's the real. I mean, never catches yeah. the ball. Well, he had four. The Chiefs never can stop Latavius Murray, even when he was at Oakland. He had uh, he four targets, <laughs> caught all four for fourteen that is, yards. That is four more than I was expecting. Yep. So he only had 10 points, though. Not a lot. So, but he is super cheap and should, uh, I don't know, he's not going to be as low owned as any one of those expensive guys I mentioned. But, um, you know, that's why you do something funky like pair him up with Russell Wilson. Um, All right. uh, Captain uh, Caterpillar, where you at on some running backs? Uh, Let's see. With Deshaun Watson back, I like Kareem Hunt. He actually played quite a bit last week. I don't see them being in a game script where they're going to be above Cincinnati enough to where – I don't know. Cincinnati's defense is pretty good. I I don't – I just – I don't know. With Deshaun back, I think that takes away a little bit of Chubb's thunder, and I do like Kareem Hunt at that price. I mean – Scream Hunt was not bad last week. What did I say? I mean, no, he he wasn't terrible, but he just didn't get in the end zone. But him and him and Murray are a couple of good cheap plays. <clears throat> uh, if I were to spend up, I think this is a good week. I think I think you're going to get people on Pollard and Elliott just because Houston can't stop the run. Yeah, but how do you but, go? It's a split backfield, right? But my 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 spend up wouldn't would not be CMC or Barkley. It would be Derrick Henry this week. Uh, I don't think Jacksonville is that good. 
And I think after eleven carry week last week, and no, I don't even think he had a catch. Maybe he had one catch, but I I think this is at seventy nine hundred. This is a week where nobody's thinking about him. This is a week he goes off for like thirty five. Wow! All right, love that sound, uh, Joe. Please. Um, I mean. I don't hate going Zeke this week. Uh, he didn't play at all in the first quarter last week. Still got 20 touches. Uh, so the Cowboys are still riding that man's nuts. Uh, <laughs> so um, if I'm going to go somewhere else, uh, I'm liking DeAndre Swift, who got a lot of work last week. Um, it's a way to get a little different in that Detroit-Minnesota game without going for the high-priced receivers. Um, other than that... Uh, if I'm spending up a little more than that, I'm probably going to Joe Mixon. If he's out, uh, I'll drop down a little bit to Samaje P. Ryan again. Um, and then if I'm trying to go way down, I think I'm going to roll the dice on James Cook a time or two this week mm. at 46. You think he's taking? You think he's taking carries? I think so. I mean, he got he got a lot of work last week. He uh, right he got now. 14 rushes and six targets last week. Wow. I mean, yeah, a game script could certainly work out where they just hand the ball off a ton, right? Although early in the season they weren't uh, letting off the gas. So it's hard to tell what they do, but I don't hate it at that price. I mean, they were they were up 14, or they won by 14 against New England last week. He got one more carry than Devin Singletary and four more targets. So Wow. Okay. I'm into it. Top five right now, Thursday night, running backs by ownership, projection, Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, DeAndre Swift, Latavius Murray, and Dalvin Cook. (laughs) Number six, Tony Pollard. So essentially we named, you know, half of the top six. But that's fine. It's not how you win GPPs, but that's okay. Maybe the chalk hits this week, right? Um, let's move over to wide receivers, Joe. I feel like you're up first because we've been taking it from you. So, um, please, I mean, some wide receivers. I'm just going to keep hammering home. I'm on St. Brown until yep. everybody listens and everybody plays him every week yep. because he's – I feel like everybody's playing him now. They should be. He is uh, underpriced at 7,800 because he gets a ridiculous amount of workload every single week. Hmm. Um. If you're looking for a pivot off of Amon Ross St. Brown, you can spend another $100, go up to Jamar Chase, who caught, uh, I believe, all but one ball last week, and the one that he didn't catch was a ridiculous catch that he was barely out of bounds. Um, Who, Jamar Chase? Yeah, I like that a lot too. But going back to Amon Ross St. Brown, this is exactly what happened in the beginning of the year. He had two really, really, really good games. And then when he played Minnesota, he sucked. But I'm, I'm where everybody's where everybody's gonna play him though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I have a feeling this can be like where he's like sixty percent owned, and and then he's gonna shit the bed, right? I mean, I I agree with you. He's performing, but well, God damn. I'm don't less forget. Con- I'm less concerned about the uh, number on the far right on DraftKings, his fantasy points, and I'm more concerned with the he, he has gotten eight or more targets in the last six games. Yeah, I mean, dude. The thing is, don't forget his down games, he had injury situations. And if you look at the projections, he's projected for the second most receiving points and behind Jefferson, and he's $1,200 less. Right, right. He's projected for more than Stephon Diggs, Jamar Chase, 
um, and cheaper than both of those guys as well. And and that's it. <laughs> I love okay. him. Well, I, I mean, something. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, he. Uh, I'm not arguing that he's not a great play. I just don't be surprised. It's another trap where Minnesota just like does the same type of shit they try to do to Jefferson on the other end where they're bracketing him because last time they played against Minnesota, he sucked. Well, because that's all, that's all they have on offense. So this is my argument is, is this is a week where nobody's playing. Like you could play the cheap wide receivers in a stack DJ if you wanted Shark. to or Jamison Williams. He didn't play a whole lot last, last week, but I have a feeling you're going to get, DeAndre I mean, Swift way out carried him, but I will give you look. I will, I will give you that. Um, you know, if you think this game's going to go off, you want to be a serious GPP player, then you stack everybody but Amon Ross St. Brown, right? Um, oh, I see. Right, we're, not Jamal Williams, Jamison Williams, with his yeah. one target on the season. Definitely would be an interesting game. play. Definitely. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if you wanted to get different yes, 100%. in general and that can still have golf, I mean, I like Joe saying DeAndre Swift because I think he's getting more involved, but I'm just, you know, Jamison Williams and and Shark are still pretty cheap. Yes. And they get, I mean, Shark had a lot of, a lot of action last week, even with St. Brown tearing it up yes. so it's like yes uh I, I just if i'm minnesota just thinking from a football standpoint if they're smart so this never happens because they're obviously way smarter than we are i would bracket or do whatever to stop Amon ross st brown because the rest of that offense is still suspect like yeah they're good but he's what makes that offense work no, so I'm it's with like you. i mean but he's dude it's just like cooper cup cooper cup consistently scores 20 men. Why does anybody stop him? Who else have the, do the Rams have Ben Scourneck? That's my point. So why aren't they just like double teaming? Just like anything. I, mean, or doing I just something. think so, at some point these guys are too good. I mean, no, I think that, I think that there's just egos and like, okay, our guys can go man for man with them. And they just, this is where fantasy players and real football players just get fucked. Well, because it's also, there's also a lot of, uh, <laughs> bigger bigger podcasts and stuff that say things like you can't assume competent coaching like we can't <laughs> right, we can't right. assume that That's- they're going to do something that makes sense because it happens all the time that they they come out here and they let these freaking all-star ridiculous wide receivers go one-on-one with a corner and just let them torch them and i mean not not to say that Amon Ross St. Brown is like matchup proof but he's he's matchup proof if it's a one-on-one situation and the game that he played against minnesota he had uh in week three he had six catches for 73 yards on nine targets and then he did not play in week four so i assume he left that game early well, how early i don't look, know but brandon's 100 percent right 100 that you could definitely roll the dice fade st brown if you play golf, if St. Brown goes off, there's a good chance that he's going to bring golf's numbers up, right? Those numbers are going to go up as well. If St. Brown fails and he's really 30% owned, well, there goes 30% of the field that you don't right. have to worry about. The difference between Jefferson and him, even though he's a lot cheaper, is who who's Detroit going to lean on if <clears throat> they take him out of the game? Right. 
they don't play swift enough, and Jamal Williams is just a runner. You're right. So, so, but if you try to bracket Jefferson, then you have Hawkinson, you got Cook, you got Thielen. Yep. I mean, there's lots of options that are yep. decent. Because yep. last time these two played, Thielen lit them up too. So it's like, okay, if I'm if I'm thinking through this, it's like, I, I don't know. I mean, I just think that. I think there's just going to be a lot of people on him, and this is the week you shouldn't be on him. Like, here's the thing. I'm not even saying you should or shouldn't be on him. I am saying you want to get different, right? If you want to push your chips in the middle, you got a good shot if he does fail for whatever reason. Or right. even and, if he and, just and, doesn't score 30, right? If 30% of the people have him and he scores 10. If he scores 20, you're still barely getting – you're not even getting value out of him. So This is true. But – my point, my point is, is like Joe's right. Yeah, his it's stupid not to play him. But I'm just saying, if you're going to get different in GPPs or take a gamble, I'm going to gamble on Justin Jefferson at for the potential he goes off for 40, knowing the Lions in that offense. But it, it's just one of those things. It's just like I don't. I kind of where where all the sheep flock to. I want to go the opposite way. That's that's, just how I feel. That's super GPP style. So I'm not mad. That's why I'm a load up, bro. Yes. And that's why we're still toiling, doing a free podcast, right? You say toileting or toileting? Toileting, toilet, toilet, toiling, (laughs) doing this free podcast. What other uh, wide receivers? I don't even know where we were, Joe. We're still on wide receivers. Joe was giving a great point. And I interrupted him with some stupid comment. No, no, no. And uh, who else, Joe? I know you got some cheapies in there. You're trying to bring out Kendall Hinton against the Chiefs. Who who else is cheap that you like? You want some cheapies, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. the projections like Leviscus and Chenault, I don't, I don't know that I love that because I haven't seen him get a whole lot of targets. But that's who the projections are liking. Um Man, the cheap guys that I'm I'm leaning towards. Uh, there's a kid in Houston that just keeps getting freaking targets. Uh, Nico Collins, I think. Mm-hmm. He's not projecting super well. He looks like he might be out. Never mind. Me. Yep. What about uh, Quez Watkins? I don't know if you've heard about this kid, but oh, uh, Jesus. you are still on that guy. What the dude? He's thirty eight hundred. He's in a good offense. Is Kadarius Tony coming back this week? He's practice. No. He limited practice today. I mean, he's he's fairly cheap, so for good like reason. What uh, do you mean, good reason? I don't know. Uh, if he's healthy, is this, is, this, is this a Sky Moore week? Is this a Sky no, Moore week? Never a Sky no. Moore week. <laughs> no, dude. Listen, people love him. I was watching some guy. Uh, who was it? It was um, was it some. Steve Smith, maybe, online had a video about Sky Moore and how his moves are great and the dude's awesome and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you can't handle punt returns like that and keep a job. Is Steve Smith high? I mean, you can when you're a second-round pick. Listen, he's he's a good wide receiver. He's open when he's on the field, but the man can't catch a punt to save his life. That's what I'm saying. So just don't put him back there to freaking field a punt. I agree. What what about what about some Braxton Berrios at the cheapy? I mean, Ugh. yeah. I, I'm <laughs> well, s- go back to Quez. No, no, I'm asking a real question because Corey Davis might not play. Well, Corey and, Davis wasn't that great, so to play his 
backup. Actually, Corey Davis had a lot of targets, but but what happened? He, just didn't get the end, he didn't get in the end zone. He got caught. He got stopped like at the four. Yes, that's true because we were. It wasn't a bad play. It wasn't, it a, wasn't terrible a terrible play. play. He because it was only forty one hundred and he, he hit value. But my question is, if we're looking cheap, he's like. I mean, is this a Braxton Berrios week? No, it's a Quez Watkins week. <laughs> Listen, Quez I'm going to Watkins. Elijah more before I go Braxton Berrios. Yes, that's a good point. Six targets, five uh, catches, averaging seven point four and eleven. Um, so the the dudes. Uh, that's not a lot, but he does have a bum <laughs> shoulder. Hey, I just want to let you know that Barrios was the one that dropped the touchdown in at the end of the game. So if he would have made that, you'd be thinking differently today, wouldn't you? I mean, maybe. Uh, oh, you're in a Barrios jersey. What about Donovan Peoples-Jones? What's his deal? Sure I thought this was Donovan. Okay, We are really dumpster diving right now. What about Traylon Burks? He may not play. Back. Huh? He may he not play. Back this week? He, he didn't practice today. But, dude, he did have, against Philly, one target. So He had a monster catch he in did. the end zone. 25 yards he for a touchdown. Fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, he had, the week before, six targets, eight targets, six targets for a dude that's under 5K. Right. But, yeah. he. If uh, you wanted to, though, you could uh, – do a little George Pickens with Deontay Johnson out this week. Is Deontay yeah, I mean, Johnson out, though? Uh, he hasn't practiced all week. I mean, he had – yes. Okay, let's uh, – if I go by <laughs> highest ceiling, if I sort by high ceiling and let's look for somebody low-owned, A.J. Brown, right, especially if Quez Watkins – those – let me say this – that one Quez Watkins target has to go somewhere. Why not A.J. Brown? His ceiling is 25. He's projected for 17, under 4% owned. T. Higgins, under 10% owned as well. Um, D.J. Moore at 11% owned, but only 5,500. Um, anybody else have any uh, wide receivers they want to throw out there? Before we get to the premium position tight end can i just say if i see another freaking mac collins like reverse <laughs> end around i might freaking turn off my tv i've already turned it off it's brutal man i've seen like yeah. four of these this game and it's not even halftime i told yeah. you josh jacobs not getting three catches it's a mac collins show boys how many does he have so far zero oh, okay. no he has one well, he has one uh 30 there all right, let's, yeah, I guess we're, right. we're talking about um, – I guess we're talking tight ends. Obviously, you can go with the GOAT, T. Kelsey, whose ceiling seems to be somewhere in the 40s. Uh, His TJ Hawkinson. Huh? His ceiling is the roof. Yeah. <laughs> um, I get that. Greg Dolchich. <laughs> that's what Michael Jordan said. Do you not know. remember that? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I get the reference. Um, Greg Dolchich is going to be going up against Kansas City at 3,400. He is going to be the most owned uh, tight end on the slate by far, which, listen, man, I'm all for playing a cheap tight end, but do not play a cheap tight end owned at 30%. Am I wrong? No, no not Amen. if you're playing Russell Wilson, which we know you're going to. I am going to play Russell Wilson because you guys <laughs> – 
<laughs> talk me into it. Austin Hooper, 2,900. Uh, okay. 2,900. <laughs> ownership of nine, right? $500 cheaper, projected for three points less. So to me, it, that's an easy switch. Right. Um, I don't care what your stack is. I just don't see why you do that. Um, anybody want to talk tight ends before we talk Chiefs? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would take a shot at Kittle this week. What about, Noah, what about Noah Fant? Mm. Because. Yeah, I mean, I would just in general, I would. I mean, Kittle's ceiling is should be pretty high if he has a good game. I mean, I always suck in this year, but. 4,300 against Tampa Bay. They can't really – they don't cover the tight end very well. So. Remind me who is – this is a good thing I uh, host a, uh, a football a podcast. podcast. Yeah. Who Who's quarterback in San Francisco these days? Brock He's Purdy. Purdy. Brock mm-hmm. Purdy. Mr. Irrelevant. Okay. Um, Mr. Irrelevant like, to throw to Kittle. Does he like to throw to tight ends? What do you got on him, Joe? I mean, I think he's out of uh, Iowa, and they're they're uh, they're tight end like, school, right? So, it didn't Pat Fryermuth go there? I, I got nothing on Pat. Okay, Fryermuth. all right, all right, uh, all right. Let's go ahead and talk uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Let's go Homer on it um, right now. The uh, line Chiefs versus Denver, uh, which should be a more exciting game. And it has been in the past. Somehow they picked up Russell Wilson and like it's a snooze fest. People aren't excited. Chiefs nine and a half point favorite on this one. Uh, Bounce back after Cincinnati or not. Brandon, where are you going with your bets this week on the Chiefs? I'm going to say the over this week. What's the over again? 44. Yeah, I I was thinking it was 45, but I'm going to go the over. I think Russell Wilson's a sneaky stack this week and – yeah, this one could be – I mean, it's probably not and if you think about it, but Mahomes usually has pretty good games against Denver, so let's go with the over. Joe? <clears throat> ah, man, I I think Chiefs win, Broncos cover. Yeah, I'm going there. Chiefs money line, I'm uh, Tail and Joe. Chiefs money line, Broncos – covers a nine and a half let me let me uh, end this real quick with a yes, with a follow-up please. local question yes drew lock is the quarterback of the denver broncos right now are they do they have a better record god no. what's their record yeah, but they're, they're just as bad i mean drew lock at least scored like got them to score over 15 points or whatever in the hell they scored last this year yeah. I agree. I'm taking. Here's. I'm going with Joe. I mean, it's a it's a whole new coach, so it's like. Yeah, but here's the yeah. thing. I think they were like, "Oh, let Russ cook. Let Russ cook." When they had a very good set of running backs early on, and I think the game plan with a local dude behind there. I think yes. I I take I take uh, Russell Wilson less wins. I agree. I think I think Drew Locke would have gotten more wins for this Denver Broncos team. Yeah, see, there's just so much talk about it right now. This is the week where we need it. I, I'm convinced now. I'm playing Russell Wilson's stacks. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> well, 
We've done so much bullshitting on this episode. Let's just go ahead and call it good. Thank you for listening. Go catch you a bag. Load up, bro.